Goodbye. And welcome to the Phoenix cast. I am your host for a very short amount of time going forward. I'm Alves and joining me here today are two wonderful interns who you are going to be hearing from a lot more in the next coming months. How are y'all doing today? Good. We're good. I'm good at least. I won't speak for Caroline. I'm tired, but good. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely that point in the semester. And for our listeners, I am coming to you from the past. As you may be guessing, for um I'm awkward and it's fine I'm leaving um <laughs> so now you all can know exactly how awkward I am it'll be a little bit uh more of an unpolished thing but all of that to say is I am ha- handing the torch over to Caroline and Audrey when it comes to this podcast so how are y'all feeling about that? So good. Excited, terrified, yeah. a little both. It's pretty exciting. It's fun. I think that both of us like have a lot of really cool things that we'd love to talk about and are like interested in podcasting and being able to, you know, do that. I think we're both a little, you know, like personally offended that you're leaving us. Yes. Um, yeah. And I don't Very know. Fair. That's fair. I don't know if we'll ever forgive you, but <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but we're both excited to be sticking around the PCA and get to um to kind of take over podcasting for a little bit. And, and I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah, I also agree. My some of the things I'm excited for is Audrey has just a lot of different knowledge about different things. We're obviously going to have like Audrey's little corner. It'll just pretty much be like Audrey spewing her knowledge. I'll be here as like her hype woman. And I'm also invested in getting a soundboard for, so everyone looks for that. It's going to happen. Manifesting it. We want to be like, Mm -hmm. like an Mm -hmm. early morning talk show on your local radio station, just Mm -hmm. with lots of like weird noises and people mm-hmm. cheering laugh tracks mm-hmm. oh yeah laugh tracks mm-hmm. that would be great like the symbols scratching <laughs> yeah <don't> mm-hmm. <laughs> so as you can see this podcast is only going to get classier and it's going to be super fun uh, my favorite online um, soundboard is a Holt soundboard from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So I highly recommend looking that up. It's just fun. My favorite button to press is Derek. Derek. I think we should just have you record that for us. I think we should just hold on to that. A special M audio clip. Yeah. Oh, I mean... I know, um, I know Megan has like a hat or had, um, a secret file of out of context, weird things I've said. So Caroline, I, I don't know. Come on, get on it. Yeah. Yes. Just for context. I also edit the podcast. And so I will definitely be hitting up Megan and asking her to send me all those weird audio clips. Oh, so we can just have a little bit of M in all of our future podcasts. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should. um, I had there's one recording I remember because I think it's very funny where I said Saturday is for the boys in that weird, goofy (laughs) voice. Um, (laughs) And I think you should just start a new segment called Saturday is for the boys. And that's how you introduce it. What's it going to be about, though? (laughs) So that's. Personally, that's your job now. Oh man. (laughs) We got to be the ideas people now. (laughs) (laughs) 
just kidding. It could be self-care Saturdays. Who knows? Some healthy masculinity, some self-care. We could have Michael on. Oh, we could have Michael on. Yeah, that can be Saturday for the boys. We can have like male guests on here or something. Go find the random like man on the street and like pull him in. I don't know. (laughs) There's a few more steps. I'll have to vet them just a little bit. Oh, maybe just a little bit. But yes, so um, to let folks know more fully, I am leaving the PCA. Today is actually my um, last day. And as I mentioned, I'm visiting from the past. So we're recording this on 4-22-22 or Earth Day 2022. And uh, it will be released whenever the rest of the office decides is a good time to release it. I will be moving on to a new role with the National Organization for Victim Assistance as a campus program manager. So I'm really excited because I'll essentially be consulting with folks who are doing the work that I'm doing right now. And it's been really wonderful to work on the Auraria campus. I think the Auraria campus is just so, so unique. I've learned so much just being on this campus, I know that there is just something really special about a campus like the Auraria campus. All campuses change pretty rapidly. And with three schools on the Auraria campus, those changes happen so fast. And also in a lot of ways, I think it doesn't change too, just because of like how many folks transfer between the institutions and how many folks really love Auraria and have chosen to make Auraria a long-term place for them. And I, yeah, I'm just, I'm sad. It's a bittersweet moment. I know I'm going to miss both of my lovely interns who are here in this Zoom room right now, as well as uh, Michael and Aubrey Lynn, who are, unfortunately, they couldn't make it for today's recording. I'm going to miss this just fantastic team so, so much. And I know I'm only really mentioning my little wheelhouse, but of course, the entire office will be greatly, greatly missed. Oh, we're going to miss you too. It's it's going to be a whole different place, I think. And, you know, it's a, uh, I think we're all used to a little bit of change, but we've had a lot in the office recently and mm-hmm. I know we're going to miss you and, and we're going to miss having a, just having your awesome insight all the time and hilarious jokes mm-hmm. <laughs> and like insight on sister wives. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I don't know if the podcast knows about your obsession yet, but I don't think they do, but I guess it's time to come out with that. Yeah, we're not editing anything out of this episode. Oh no. Posting it as is. Oh, mm, mm. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. So for folks who may not know, I um, can't stop researching fundamentalist Mormons. I'm fascinated. I watch Sister Wives. I'm morally opposed to reality television. And yet here I am. Media critical analysis. Who? Uh, (laughs) um, Just kidding. I'm very critical, but it's also a really fun show to really like shut your brain off of. And I've kind of always wanted to bring it to the podcast, but now that I'm no longer working here. Maybe I'll come on for a guest episode and we can talk about how fundamentalist Mormons and interpersonal violence kind of uh, coexist sometimes. So that might be a good avenue. But yeah, I'm definitely going to miss you all. This podcast, it started as something that we did during the pandemic because we missed having so many just like wonderful, amazing conversations with students just off the cuff. Um, I, I don't know about you two, but 
So many cool conversations happen when we're tabling or right after a presentation or because someone knows that you work at the PCA and they want to talk to you about their bathroom, about the bathroom sign that they saw. Yeah. Uh, and during the pandemic, we did, we had so much less of that. And so that's kind of really what this podcast was born out of. And it's been a really exciting passion project. I think it's gotten us um, a lot of recognition and just it's, it's a place where anyone in the world really can start to access some of these conversations without having to be limited by being physically on the Auraria campus. So I'm so excited that it's going to be continuing on beyond me. And I'm so excited to finally be able to listen to it like a normal person again, because I, I gotta say, I, I cannot listen to the sound of my own voice anymore. The same, not, not like I used to, who boy, does podcasting change that a little. Um, so I'm really excited to hear what y'all come up with and see the direction that you all take it in. Yeah, I think we're excited. We're excited to, I know I already have tons of ideas. I know Caroline probably does too. I definitely support Audrey's idea. (laughs) Caroline, I'm still working on it. (laughs) Well, whenever you're ready to debut your idea or uh, ideas, I should say, I know that they're going to be fantastic. I know that, you know, this is something that, yeah, it's just bittersweet. And I'll, I'm going to miss this entire campus. Thank you to everyone who has made this community what it is, who has engaged with our work, who has found different ways to support survivors however they can on our campus and in our communities. It's been, it's been a whirlwind and it's really hitting me that in the next two hours, I'm done. And that's, that's wild. I um, have yet to cry because I haven't read my cards and I refuse to read them until I'm safely in my home and no one can see me cry. So, (laughs) um, but we'll see, maybe you two will catch uh, a few tears before I head out or before you two head out, you'll leave before I do. Well, not to make you cry, but I have a question for you. Oh yeah. Just like in closing, I guess, can you tell us about some of your favorite parts of being a part of the PCA and being a part of this podcast and just some of the things that that you've like really enjoyed and that are going to stick with you? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a really great question. Definitely. I I can't say how much I enjoy the one-on-one conversations with students. I'm, I'm truly going to miss that. I, I feel like students are, they really see how they've been failed by our educational system, especially like uh, specifically the K through 12 system. Mm-hmm. A big, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and obviously you two have some feelings <laughs> and, you know, like a big part of my time at the PCA, something that I'm really proud of and that I'm excited to take into my next role is, um, you know, finding a place for sex positivity within the PCA. I think a lot of folks can very much view us as the scary violence office. And we want people to have fulfilling, wonderful, healthy, enthusiastic, holistic sex lives. And that means that we want folks to be aware of the different sexuality resources on campus. And so one of the things that I I really focused on was kind of bridging the gap of um, bad sex ed and then like being thrown into college and being expected to have sex at a graduate level, which there's kind of a story behind that phrasing, but I don't want to get too much into it. So 
yeah, I, I'm really proud of like the response we've gotten to that programming. I was really lucky to be able to present at NASPA strategies on that, um, on how sex positivity is primary prevention. Cause I think a lot of folks really like sex is so taboo that we can't even talk about the fun parts of it. And so when it comes to the bad parts, when it comes to the non-consensual, the, the, tra- uh, the traumatic parts of sexuality, if, if we can't even talk about the good parts, why would people feel comfortable telling the, telling us about some of the very worst things that may have happened to them, mm-hmm. um, that may have been done to them? So that's been a really big part of my focus. And I've really seen how students are responding. And, and you know, I think it's really important to talk about sexuality as like, a piece of people's identity and a a very important piece of their identity and that every person has the right to choose to engage with their sexuality however they want to, as long as there is consent and, and that will make the whole world a better, safer place. If we all have an increased understanding of our own sexualities, if we remove shame from sex, um, that's going to make a huge difference. So that's a big part of like what I'm really proud of. And then I'm really, really proud and really lucky that I've been able to work with a team that really supported my more, shall we say, controversial ideas, Um, (laughs) right? Like um, I know that there was a point where it was considered really controversial to be addressing racism within the field of interpersonal violence. And for a while, um, a bit controversial in our region specifically as well. And so there was kind of a moment where I went into work thinking, I wonder if this is something that I can be punished for. Is it something that I'll be punished for? And I've had a team that has really backed me up every step of the way and has said like, yeah, if you get flack for this, like, we're going to support you. We're going to have your back. We know the justification. We know addressing racism. We know um, addressing interpersonal violence requires an anti-oppressionist and anti-racist lens. So I've been really lucky to feel like I haven't had to um, soften some of those pieces. I haven't had to say, yeah, maybe colonialism played a little bit of a role in sexual violence today. I instead could say (laughs) colonialism has had a major impact on sexual violence today. That is a legacy that we're going to continue to see. Um, I'm able to say like, yes, historically, this is a field that has been dominated by white women. And we also have to recognize that this is also a field that was created by Black women. Um, Some of the first advocates and activists against sexual violence within what we now know as the United States were Black women um, who testified in front of Congress. So I am, I'm just really proud to be a part of, to have been a part of an office where I didn't have to constantly justify that kind of framing, um, which unfortunately, I think until very recently was kind of the norm in our kind of field where it was like, don't talk about it because we're going to isolate people without also talking about the fact that if we don't talk about race, who do you think we're actually isolating, right? Who do we think is missing out on services? (laughs) 
<laughs> you two look like you have some guesses. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And I think that that's something like, I know we just did my eval for like the end, but that's something I talked about too, like being really grateful to have worked under you and worked with you and learned from you on like that specific point, like how it is all connected and how, you know, racism and classism and homophobia and transphobia and colonialism and capitalism are all linked to what we do. And, you know, you can't just ignore them and you really do have to, it's a lens through which we view our work um, to understand that kind of stuff. And so I know I'm, I've been really grateful and I'm sure everyone else has been for, um, for your input on that and for you kind of like pushing us to think deeper about what we're doing and and who we're doing it for and why. Um, Yeah. It's been a huge point of growth for me. So I've really appreciated that. I'll just say I definitely agree with everything Audrey said. Um, And I feel like talking about those plot points have made me more comfortable as well um, and understanding like how important representation can be in this line of work. And so Mm -hmm. I kind of wear that with pride. And so, yeah, but other than that, I just wanted to say a big thank you for everything that you've done, that you continue to do. Um, whoever stole you from us is very lucky. But, yes. <laughs> I know. And, uh, you know, I wish I could just steal everyone here. But unfortunately, that's not how life works. And if I could, I would, uh, as I'm sure if you all could, uh, you would steal me back. Um, so I'm, I'm once again, just so grateful to have worked with this team and to go out with our, our first in-person sexual assault awareness month in over two years. So, you know, thank you both. And to Aubrey Lynn and Michael, who may be listening to this, thank you so much for your work in making the last month happen. Um, truly could not have done it without you all. And especially just for providing your insights, right? Like I can only, I could only have done so much without also relying on you all for your insights as students, right? Because I went to school a little too long ago and just cause something worked five, six, seven, eight, nine, a million years ago, doesn't mean it's always going to work with every next class. So I just want to echo like, thank you for all the kind words, but also I really hope that you all know you, you two in the zoom room, everyone listening, everyone I've ever had a conversation with that. I do feel like I've learned as much from you all as I hope that you all have learned from me. So. Oh, that was so nice. That was so well Mm -hmm. said. We're going to miss you like crazy. M. Yeah. Thank you so much. And once again, goodbye. Uh, (laughs) um, Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. If you want to be a guest on this podcast, please reach out to info at the PCA.org. I'm sure Audrey and Caroline would like some little bits of reprieve. And if you have a good topic, we'd love to hear you talk about that. And then if for some reason you can't get enough of my voice, you can also find me at my own personal podcast that I host with a good friend of mine, Jessica Ordaz, and that is called Bruja. Veganex, and that is uh, kind of a. This is gonna you. You all are gonna learn a little bit more about me. Um, it's a podcast about uh, veganism, um, ancestral healing, plant magic, and you know sometimes uh, some of the little problems within the vegan movement coming from a 15 year veteran of the vegan movement. So once again, thank you all so much. It's been a pleasure, and give it up for your next toasts. 
because I'm out. Bye. 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 <laughs>